0: Hello and welcome back to Shock Talks, technically technically episode 7 here today, I don't know, I decided to count my birthday special as a episode 6, so we're 6th week, 7th episode, having fun, doing swell, I apologize for the late post of this one here, it was supposed to be up earlier today, I think, I mean maybe I should just start saying they're gonna be on Monday evenings when I release the episodes because I think... All like four out of the six or four out of the seven, whatever, have been evening posts. So it's kind of just been working out like that. It's been smoother, easier, whatever, for me to just record and edit after work on Monday instead of on Sunday. This weekend, my, I don't want to say excuse, but the reason I ended up not recording on Sunday like I intended was I had a really busy weekend for my birthday. Was super busy all day Saturday. Woke up Sunday morning, was still with friends, hung out got like breakfast and stuff and then I went and saw the new Batman movie. So by the time I got home, it was already kind of late and I I hadn't been home since really early on Saturday. So I just kind of wanted to have the e- evening to relax and chill. So I didn't end up wanting to spend a couple hours recording, editing and whatnot. So anyways, yeah that's uh that's just why we're a little late today, but I thought i'd uh fill you in because essentially yeah, that's what i I did this weekend celebrated for my birthday as I've made very well known had a really good time going out with some friends Saturday night, and yeah i I don't know there's not really much to speak of nothing nothing really crazy happened. I had a a friend's couch to sleep on there was no uh <laughs> no abandonment this weekend that would have been uh unfortunate on my birthday anyways. But yeah, so speaking of the Batman movie, I, I saw it. The Robert Pattinson, you know, I, I was a little skeptical, I guess. the I haven't really been seeing the last few DC movies. I'm a pretty big fan of the Marvel movies. I guess I would consider myself, I'm definitely more than a casual fan, but I'm not a, like a Marvel stan or like a sweat or like, like I don't do anything more than just watch the movies and the shows. But I mean, they're entertaining to me. Uh, I definitely go and watch them when they come out so I don't know how you would what word I would use to describe that but like the DC stuff I uh, people who had seen it you know never really gave it that great of reviews and I didn't really care growing up I was like a spider-man kid and batman kid those are like my two favorite superheroes and then I was also into like hulk And so when they started rebooting the Marvel stuff, when I was a kid, my mom would like take me to go see them and stuff. So I kind of shifted more to being a fan of Marvel type movies versus the DC side of things. So I was never really into comics or anything like that as a kid. Actually, I was a little because my dad was he got me into reading comics. But the, the only comics I ever had were like Star Wars. And I guess I had some Superman comics, too. Well, I digress. I'm not a big like DC superhero watcher, I guess movie watcher whatever. But I am like I said a ba- like Batman is the one DC hero that I'm a fan of. And I'm more inclined to see movies of the DC universe that they are standalone just because it it they the Justice League stuff from the outside looking in just seems like they're really trying to uh, uh, like obtain the gimmick that Marvel has been able to do. And they're trying to rush it really hard with, you know, over the course of two years instead of Marvel taking, you know, 10, 15 years to do it. So I just never really, I don't know. But anyways, long way of saying I was pretty excited for this movie because it looked good. But also, I don't know, I think I had the same reaction as everyone else. Like Robert Pattinson, is he really a good choice for, you know, Batman and I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I would definitely, definitely recommend you go see it if you're, like, on the fence of seeing it. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I I don't know that I'm quite ready to say this yet, but I. what I was talking to my friends about after mo- the movie is I. I honestly would go so far as to say it's the best Batman live-action movie I've ever seen. I... I think it's hard. Obviously, The Dark Knight is great. I was a bigger fan of The Dark Knight Rises than I think most people were, too. But I think I'm more of a fan of dark, mysterious type, like, real detective investigative work that is highlighted in this film. Versus, I think, The Dark Knight, there's a bigger emphasis on action. And I don't... Because it wasn't just action There's obviously other elements. And, you know, that's a dark darker film as well but I think that the way they just made this movie I just think it all kind of fit into place I I, there's things to criticize about it of course it wasn't a amazing 10 out of 10 best superhero movie ever but I thought it was really really good I definitely am going to go see it again within the next week I thought it was fantastic and I I think one criticism of it is maybe it's three hours long it's like two hours and 56 minutes which is I think probably the longest movie I've ever seen in theaters. I think Marvel's The Eternals was like two hours and 40 minutes. I saw that one in theaters a couple months ago when it came out. So, I mean, these movies are getting pretty long in length. And so if, if I don't know, you're, you get bored easy or whatever, maybe it's not the movie for you. And I would agree that I, I think they could have... I, it's hard to say cut out stuff. And obviously, I only saw it once. So I don't even remember all that happened in the movie. But... Anyways, this isn't even entertaining. I don't know. We're five minutes in. If if you don't want to hear me talk about Batman, you probably already turned the podcast off. But anyways, definitely go see it. I definitely would recommend it. And um, yeah, I guess that's what I would say. If I recall from last week, I hadn't yet watched Euphoria Season 2, Episode 8, when uh, I recorded because that came out last week. So I finally am here to give a review of that. Definitely, definitely liked it. Bit of sad elements. I'm not going to spoil that either. But what I would say to someone who's on the fence about watching Euphoria, because I think there's a lot of people, and I myself was kind of included in this boat for a while too. It's like, oh, everyone's talking about Euphoria and it like just sounds stupid, blah, 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 you know, like I don't want to watch it just because it's popular. I mean... I feel like I fall prey to that sometimes. I was that way with like Wordle too. I didn't play Wordle, but it's because I thought everyone online was so corny talking about like, oh, did you get the Wordle today? Like, eh. it's like, oh my gosh, it was just annoying to me. So I didn't do it. But then I think sometimes you just have to realize that just because something is mainstream, you don't have to be a hater. Like, oh, I hate things that are mainstream. It's a lot of the times things that are mainstream are popular. It's because they're good. Generally, that's why a lot of people like it. So... Anyways, maybe that's a mini rant. What I have to say is, Euphoria Season 2, just great story, great acting. I think I already talked about that in general. Obviously, all I had left to watch was the last episode. But I thought the last episode did a good job of leaving me excited for a Season 3 if it were to come out, which I think they said is coming on like a couple years or something. I didn't look too deep into it. But at the same time, it wraps everything up enough that, I mean, it's a good conclusion on... Everything and I, episode seven and eight are essentially a two-part season finale, and yeah, I just thought it was good. So definitely, also recommend checking out that show if you haven't. And um, I don't know what I would say about that is obviously it's a bit longer of an investment because it's two eight episode, one hour long episode seasons. So if you watch the first couple episodes of season one, and you think it's okay and you kind of like it, I would encourage you to keep watching it because it gets better. But if you watch the first couple episodes and you think it's not that good, then I mean it's not like the the general aspect of the show changes over the course of the two uh, two seasons. So but definitely worth checking out. Anyways, that's that's been Jacques Reviews, I guess. <laughs> I didn't really do anything else this past week. It was all just kind of calm before the storm of my birthday, and I don't really have anything. It's just a good time with all my friends and yeah, so no no car troubles this week. Actually I changed I changed the parking lights on my car finally. I don't know if I if I had done that before last weekend. It's a dangerous game I'm playing. Not remembering exactly. But yeah, I went up into my car, changed some lights. Pretty cool. I'm an adult now, so I do I do these adult things. Twenty-three years old, right? Am I talking loud enough? I can't really tell. I don't want to talk too close into the microphone, but it looks like I have like my editing stuff or not my editing software, but the software I used to record up. And it looks like I'm talking, like, quietly, and I don't know. I'm going to be really upset if it's too quiet. Oh, jeez. Welcome to Jacques Talks, where I sit and talk for 30 seconds about (laughs) wondering if my recording is good. I'm going to... Let me just stop this and see if it is. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, hello, everyone. I'm back. The recording sounds fine, but please let me... You know, in the comments down below, which don't exist, please... uh, inform me if this audio is weird I don't I don't know I can't really tell it seems different but maybe I'm just being delusional so okay wait is it because hello no I thought it was maybe echoing and then I I don't know I gotta stop okay anyways one more update I just remembered I did I did shave my mustache yesterday in an act of true bravery and courage I looked myself in the mirror and said Jacques you have to do it because, so here's where I stood on it. I thought, I think I look good with a mustache and people have told me, I people have told me it, I pull it off or whatever, but I just realized I, I spent way too much time every time I looked in a mirror or like felt it on my face, thinking about whether or not it looked good, that it wasn't worth my time anymore. Like I was just wasting too much brain Thought power worrying about if it was good or not. So the resolution to that problem was just getting rid of it because then I don't think about it anymore. I don't think it looked bad, but it just I don't know. I guess it's hard. It, I'd be lying if I didn't say I, I I still have struggles with thinking about how other people see me as, and I don't know. I just I definitely look different with a mustache than without. So I still want to try. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to figure out if I like facial hair if I don't. So I'm gonna try to regrow it out with like kind of a beard but my beard comes in patchy that's why I I was doing the mustache alone I think I talked about this on the show a while ago so I'm gonna try growing it out with a beard and just like shape my beard so it doesn't really grow that thick or at all where it it normally is patchy and just see how it goes and if that ends up being stupid I'll just shave and I don't know we'll go from there but I just kind of wanted to start start over with the facial hair. The, the length of mustache I had was pretty long and I had grown it out for about two months. So my facial hair grows pretty fast now, I guess. Once again, 23 years old. So old man, old man over here. But yeah, today I, I, I hinted at if you're a, an avid listener of the show, actually, I think I mentioned this last week's too, but I, I definitely mentioned this on my birthday episode that I was going to be talking about my childhood today. We're finally going to have an episode where Jacques sits down and he reflects on a period in his life, which in episode one is what I said I was going to do a lot of, and I still haven't done it. But too much other random crap goes on in my life that I just want to talk about, and that's that's just how it is. Welcome welcome to Jacques Talks. I should make a t-shirt that just says, Welcome to Jacques Talks. I would never actually ever do that. Merch is dumb to me. Well, I think you can make merch... As long as it's just like, I don't want to say fashion, but if it makes a subtle reference, that is still not, I'm tr- I'm trying to come up with an example that would be applicable to this show, but I can't because I don't, I don't know. But if I made a, a tie-dye t-shirt with like a single word on it, if I just put like, you know, across a t-shirt, it'd be funny because I say, you know, way too much when I talk, but it's not like, a picture of my logo on it or so you can walk around with my merch i just i don't think that logos are like pictures of cre- youtubers or like i'm okay with like band merch and concert stuff because you like actually went to the show but if you're buying i don't know why am i going on this little tirade about merch i would never have merch so don't worry i'm not uh i'm not doing this for the money you know if you would like to make donations, my Patreon is linked. No, I'm just kidding. I also would not need a Patreon. Or would never do is what I'm saying. This is all free, baby. Everything, everything in my mind. Full. You get full access. All you got to do is smash that like button and give me a five-star rating. And I'll keep making content because that's, that's what I'm here for. Well, anyways, <laughs> we're talking about my childhood today. So I kind of spent some time reflecting Thinking back, what are my most treasured childhood memories? And honestly, my brain doesn't work like that. That's kind of a joke. I, I think everyone probably feels the same way. No one, when you're, so today the latest I'm going to is fifth grade. So I'm talking about like child, like baby before school up through up through 5th grade, so before middle school. So the oldest I'll be in any of these given stories is 11 years old, so 0 to 11. And I think most of my memories, especially from pre, probably like 3rd, 4th grade, are largely based off of probably, to be honest, pictures. And so the fact that I've re-seen that moment in a photograph helps my memory remember, because you're just so young at those times that you're not really remembering these stories in completion. Of course, I don't think that any of what I'm going to say I remember is a lie, but it is, it's definitely not until about fourth grade that I actually started forming real memories and real, like remembering actual conversations and things that were said and full scenes. I think most of my memories from pre around 3rd, 4th grade are I can remember like still moments in time, but I would be lying if like the the little picture, the little movie that plays in my head when I remember it is actually the real memory or just something manufactured based around what I know happened in a picture. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's I I don't know all the the science behind memories and stuff. But I think that what I just said is, like, accurate. I think it's been, I don't want to say proven, but I think it's an, I'm not going to say it again. What I said is, is how it is. So a lot I'm going to be talking about today I know just ultimately comes from some help from pictures, stuff my mom's told me that I did, and then I just don't remember making the memory up. So I'm just being transparent. I don't I don't know. I know all of this stuff happened though. I I know for a fact maybe I'll get some details wrong and one of my family members who listens to this will be able to correct me. I'm sure I'll be getting a heated email from my sister telling me it was actually X instead of Y. But anyways, let me start with my oldest memory that I I don't know. How does the brain actually work? Is there memories I just can't remember that's no that's what am I even saying but the the oldest thing I can think of that I just i know is a real memory it's not just something made up was i don't i must have been th- three or four maybe probably younger maybe like two this is this is we're talking is young as you or old as you have to be to make memories like this age and I remember sitting in the like first one of the first homes my family has because I couldn't tell you the order or the number of homes we had before my family has the house it has now in Elk River because obviously it was too little to remember actually going between the homes and whatever but there's one of the homes we had and I think it was I don't I don't even want to say it because I know I'll just probably be wrong but I remember sitting in the living room my mom was like in the kitchen on the phone or something I don't know that for a fact but I have to that's part of the made-up, I'm sure, parts of my brain, and I remember sitting on the living room floor, and we had a TV up in a like a, the TV wasn't on the floor; it was in like a cabinet or whatever, a, th- a thing. I don't know what those are called. Not a wardrobe. Uh, I don't know what it's called. And the Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode One, was playing on the TV, and it was like the scene where. They're on the Naboo ship in On Tatooine. I remember it like that was playing. Maybe that wasn't, but I know it was. It had to have been Star Wars Episode One because that was like the only Star Wars movie that had come out at that point because I was little, right? Or the only prequel movie. And I was playing with this Star Wars... It wasn't a cell phone because it had to be plugged in. But it was like essentially a cell phone. Because you remember, this is back in like 2002. So cell phones, like the iPhone ain't out. But I had this like phone thing. And there was like a Padme Amidala on the front of it. And uh, that's a Star Wars character if you're not aware. But yeah, so is a Star Wars phone. But I remember just like this scene of, I remember that. I don't know why. I'm just on, just in my living room. There's nothing notable about that story. But that's like my oldest memory. I remember also in that house, and I don't know. See, this one I'm less sure of because I think this one might have been a dream from when I was little, and I just always carried it with me as a memory. But I think the dream was the memory. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, my dream was me remembering, and so then I, that's how I remember it more. But I don't know. But I remember opening the door. And I opened the door, and it was, like, my mom's friends. So they were, like, family friends. Their kids were there, and they had a present because they were coming over for my sister Anna's birthday, like, her first birthday or something like that. And I remember, like, taking the present from them, and it was, like, a book. It was just, like, a wrapped book. I remember that, though. I don't know why. It could have... That might not even have happened. (sighs) But I'm pretty sure it was. So, yeah, there's... If that's the episode right there that's the my my childhood memories great (laughs) just kidding um my first traumatic memory as a kid is when i i so those are pretty much everything like serious from before we, we moved into the house we currently are in and i think we moved there in 2003 so i was like four four years old or maybe we bought it in 2003 moved in in 2004 something like that but it was in that time frame I was pretty sure it's 2003 so w- while we were moving in or in the process we had bought it we were my grandpa was over helping paint I think he was painting or doing something else because my that's like what my fam my grandpa did for work I don't think he does it anymore I think he still helps a little bit but my grandpa's like 90 now so he ain't he ain't get, get up on ladders no more yeah I mean he was painting or something. And we were just in a kind of half filled house, unpacking, I'm sure all that stuff. And what I was doing, and I remember, I remember the calm before the storm, I don't, I think the trauma of what I'm about to describe was so traumatic, I forgot it. But I remember sitting there, right by the, the, the door to the stairs. So, I was like on the corner of the living room. If you've been in my house, you'll you'll know where it is, but if you haven't, it doesn't it the location doesn't matter. I'm just describing it. And I was playing with just like Star Wars toys. I was a Star Wars kid if that wasn't apparent by my earliest memory. And I had this Obi-Wan. It was like a, a Barbie. But it wasn't made by Barbie. It might have been made by Mattel actually. I don't know. But it was it wasn't just an action figure. He was like Barbie sized. I don't want to say doll, but it was like action figure, I guess. Yeah, because like what? G.I. Joe's were like that size too, I think. Um, I never had those, but you know what I'm describing. And so he had a lightsaber that was a fit to that size. So bigger than an action figure. Because like action figure, Star Wars action figure, typical sizes, the lightsaber is pretty small. But the one that I was playing with, he had a lightsaber that was a large Like, a bit larger than a pencil was the size of the lightsaber. Like, just a tiny bit. It was, the tip of the lightsaber was about the same size as a pencil. And then, you know, if you know, like, a toy lightsaber, you know, it gets, like, thicker as it goes down towards the base. And then the base is, like, a metal cylinder. And so I remember sitting there. And could I tell you what was going through my head in that moment? No. But what I did was I took the lightsaber... And I shoved it in my right ear. And I like just put it in a little. And being the inquisitive four-year-old that I was. I was three or four. I'm pretty sure it was four though. Maybe it was three. I don't know. My mom definitely knows. I remember just like sitting there playing with it. Pushing it into my ear. And then I I blacked. For my memories' purposes, I blacked out. But what I've been told how well so I I pushed it in my ear and I ruptured my eardrum I didn't just pop it I ruptured it so I needed surgery to get it fixed and yeah I mean I I just kept pushing it in apparently I was screaming crying really bad and they like my grandpa was over and he like didn't know what to do and like I don't really know but like once again I I don't too traumatic for me to remember actually the aftermath but I, I like remember the moment I was putting that in my ear I don't know why but I do so that was pretty crazy. That was early, early on. And then another remembering that story makes me remember this other time. I was kind of dumb as a kid. And I think we were at Christmas because we were at my my grandpa's old house in a water town, Minnesota. So this was I, also when I was a little kid. And I think it was probably it might have been earlier than the eardrum incident. I don't remember. But his stairs were very steep in their house and the like living room and all that stuff in their house was on the second floor. Because the entryway was just stairs or walking straight into like the basement, quote unquote, I don't, obviously, the only experience I ever had in the house was when I was a like little kid. So maybe they didn't call that the basement. But to for my memories purposes, it was the basement was on the first floor. And then the main floor was up the stairs and they were steep. And the wall of the stairs as you walked up was rocks. It was textured like textured textured with jagged rocks. Don't ask me why that was chosen, but that's what it was. I mean it looked cool, don't get me wrong. I mean I I don't really remember what it looks like, but I remember it kind of looking cool, and I always liked as a kid to play like run my hand along the wall as I walked up and down the stairs. And so, this is another moment that I don't know if I actually remember this incident or if I just remember the times I've played on the stairs and then I know this happened and so my memory just pieces it all together. But what happened one Christmas is I fell down the stairs and bunked my head really freaking hard. (laughs) And I was like crying, screaming, whatever. And my dad was like freaking out. They didn't, I had like a big bump on my head so they. I think they were like debating bring me to the like emergency room. And maybe they, I don't think they did, but I remember like, I think what I actually remember is like laying with an ice pack on my head and like my dad and my uncle, like standing over me, trying to like, I don't call me or something, but yeah, I was rambunctious as a child. I never broke bones though. I have I still have never broken a bone. I've just, tear, I just tear things. I tore, I don't know if I told the story of, I don't, yeah, I definitely don't think I told the story of how I tore, uh like tendons in my ankle at college. So, we'll get there eventually. But I also yeah, I tore my eardrum. What else? I tore something in my knee. I actually I might have just bruised something in my knee. We never I never really got that looked into, but I couldn't I couldn't really walk on my knee for a couple of days. That was also in college. I've also pulled pulled muscles in my legs, but that's cuz of marching band. But anyways, that's, yeah, the other kind of traumatic thing that happened to me as a kid was falling down those stairs at Christmas. And it was a different Christmas, but I think it was the following year. I don't know why. This is one of these memories that I don't know how many more of these I have, because I could probably sit here and think for an hour and come up with more of these random little things. But there's some memories I just have. And for some reason, I never let go of them. And one of them was it was christmas i was five or six had to have been because it was still at my grandpa's old house before he moved to elk river as well so my grandpa also lives in elk river but he used to live in watertown and one of the Christmases we were there one of the presents i got was this little hulk toy it was just like a little metal miniature figure and after we all opened presents, but we still weren't leaving yet. We were still hanging out as a family and yada, yada, yada. I have like a pretty big, this is my mom's side of the family. It's pretty big. So, you know, we always used to do a lot for Christmas. Or, I mean, we'd, we'd gather as a family and, you know, not like we do a lot, but, you know, family time, whatever. But as a kid, I really wanted to just open one of my presents. And my I remember my dad said, you can open one of the small ones. And I remember opening this Hulk toy. And just like sitting and playing with it. And I was just like, I don't want to say obsessed with it. But I still, that was like one of my toys for like years that I had. This little Hulk. It wasn't Hulk himself. It was a character of like the Hulk universe. I don't really know. But, because he was was, like blue or something. He wasn't green. So, I don't know. But I, I like specifically remember my dad saying you can open one. And then I opened that one. And there's no picture of that, so I know that one is a real memory. That was not fueled by photo. Another one I remember from, oh, this is I was a little older for this, but I still think this. What was this? This actually. Hmm. So it's I remember when my brother was born. How old would I've been? I guess I was in elementary school at this point. We're kind of jumping around. This is all over the place, guys. I apologize. But wait, how old am I? He's I'm nine years older, so I had been. I guess this was like fourth grade yeah, we're jumping forward like five years, I guess. So but I remember being in the basement of our house. And my memory is telling me because I didn't, I didn't want to call and double check on any of these stories. Because the point of this is me just talking about my memories, my stories, I didn't want to confirm the details. So this is one of those moments where I can be, be corrected if I'm wrong. So. If my mom knows the truth of this, well, she does know the truth. She can feel free to correct me, but I remember my brother Zach, who actually is going to be on the podcast in about a week, or that's the plan at least. We're going to do, I think I mentioned this before, we're planning on doing a special college basketball selection Sunday show where we talk about our picks for the tournament and uh, the state of uh, basketball right now. Hearing how he's doing with uh, Ball is Life grind and stuff. But anyways, I think he was a mystery. He was not... It was unknown whether he was going to be a boy or a girl. I'm pretty sure. it. We didn't know. And it wasn't like a secret. My mom and dad wanted to give it a secret. I don't think we've ever done a secret. Because they knew I was a boy. I think the next sibling of my family, I think they didn't know about her. But maybe they did. Maybe they just okay for the sake of my story right now I'll make a correction next week they didn't know who my if my brother was going to be a boy or a girl because this is that's the plot point in this story is it goes me and at this point is me and three sisters and I desperately wanted a brother I wanted a brother so bad and I just remember like sitting in I was in the basement of our house that's where like all my toys were and I think I was in my dad's office or something just playing on the computer maybe and my parents were at the hospital. So my aunt Lynn was over, I think with some of my cousins as well. So they were like staying with us in our house, watching us while my parents were at the hospital. And I remember getting a call and Lynn like gave me the phone or my aunt, you know, and she was like, I can't, I can't remember if she was like, it's a boy. Here you go. Talk to your mom or dad. Cause here's the thing. I don't, the, the weird thing about this memory is I don't remember all the specific details. I just remember how happy I felt pacing back and forth between the bathroom and my dad's office in the basement because of how excited I was to hear that it was a boy. So in the case that we did know it was going to be a boy, I think the happiness must have just come from hearing that it there wasn't a mistake and that the I mean the child was born, it was healthy, and it's a boy. But I just remember being so happy. I was like, like I said, pacing back and forth, just super Super excited to hear uh, I had a baby brother finally. So I remember that. Speaking of when my other sister was born, one of my other sisters, I'm pretty sure it was Mary, the middle, middle sister. I remember my dad took us to, I think it was the gift shop in the hospital to get a beanie baby for my sister when we visited her in the hospital. And I remember I was wearing the Lion, this Lion King t-shirt I had. But I... I'm pretty sure this is those is that's one of those memories that I know there's a picture of me in that shirt giving her that beanie baby. So is my memory influenced by that photo? Probably. But I remember that like that's a memory that comes into my mind. But yeah, uh, I guess I don't have any other birth related stories, so I guess I have a birthday story. Well, when I was a kid, usually I had a birthday party. I mean, I still What is a birthday party, if not just getting together with your friends? So I suppose I still do that. But the big thing for me when I was in, this had to have been, ooh, this might even have been in sixth grade. So maybe it's a lie, but I'm, for my memories' purposes, we're going to say it was in fifth grade. But around that time, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, going to the Mall of America was like premier birthday destination for me. Because I was too old to do parties You know, have like six friends over, get cake, play games, open presents. That's like young, young type, or I guess like early elementary school. I guess some kids still did it in middle school. But I mean, for me, I was older. I want to go right. If you're unfamiliar with the Mall of America, there's like roller coasters at the mall. And you can also go to stores and they also have nice restaurants. And so it's just kind of a good destination to do pretty much everything you want for pretty reasonably priced. Maybe my mom wouldn't agree that it was reasonably priced when I asked her to take buy the like all day ride pass for me and two friends but it's I mean it's a it's affordable and it's good and just like a day trip. So I remember going to the Mall of America with my friend two I think it was it was two or three I, I'm trying to think of which one they, they all kind of blur together. I think I did this birthday trip twice at least maybe even three times but one of them i only went with one friend another time i think i went with two and it was supposed to be three or maybe it was three and it was like gonna be two but then i got a third to come but the friends coming wasn't the specific details i remember i just remember riding on the rides i remember i don't know just having a having a good time like it was a one of the friends who i went with he was Always busy, never really available to ever hang out. So this was one of the only times I ever hung out with him, like, outside of school. And he was who I, like, considered, it, like, in my brain, he was my closest friend. I mean, he was so cool to me. He was just such a cool guy. He still is really cool. I don't want to – I'm not, I'm not going to name his name. Maybe if he listens, he'll know who he is because he, he'll remember going to the mall of America with me a couple of years. But I, I remember that the biggest memory I, I have from that day was we were driving – home and the song bottoms up featuring who is it like Trey songs or something who sings that not Trey songs who who, I don't know but Nicki Minaj is the feature on it and I remember that's the first song I like learned a a rap to because my mom and dad like don't listen to rap music so I was never really exposed to that or anything ever but my mom used to buy the like now that's what I call music um cds And that song was on one of them. And I remember I just ended up learning the words of that song. And I thought it was so, like, funny. So now all I listen really to... Or my main genre of music I listen to is, like, hip-hop rap. And it's pretty much just because of Nicki Minaj's verse on Bottoms Up. Because I learned all the words of that song. And I remember in that car feeling so proud that I knew all the words of that song. And then, and like, I sang it. And I don't think... Like, I got a good reaction on my friends for knowing all the words. It was funny. I remember it being funny. So, shout out, Nicki Minaj. Um, Yeah, I guess. So, I think I mentioned this. I, like, wrote down a bunch of different memories. But I'm trying to, like, see if any of these are kind of connected in a way that kind of makes sense. I mean, speaking of birthdays, I can kind of... A lot of my childhood memories are focused around Christmas. I think it's easy to remember things when... A mix of like happiness and also eventfulness. So I remember one morning when I was a kid, I woke up because I really wanted to like open presents. I woke up way earlier than everyone. I went to the tree and I saw the presents and I decided it'd be a great idea. I remember like thinking this and being there. And I remember I decided I was going to sort everyone's gifts into like piles, me and all my siblings and my parents. (laughs) So everyone wakes up, they come downstairs And everything is just in a a sorted pile next to the couch. And my siblings all got really mad at me because, I mean, no one got to see the presents just like all strewn about under the tree. It's because I already sorted, I already sorted everything. So we literally make like, make that joke every year that I'm going to come upstairs in the middle of that. I sort, sort everything again, but I don't know. That was something stupid I did one year. Um, There was twice in my childhood. We went to Natchez, Mississippi, where my aunt and uncle live we took a drive down from Minnesota. And so I, the second of the two trips that we went on, I have, was this in middle school too? I don't think, I was third. Oh. You know what, this is in middle school too. But I also blur the memories of those two, the, the trips together. So maybe, I'm, I'll continue with the story. Because to me, this these trips are like from that time period, not from middle school. But I think the second trip we went on, I was in middle school. So forgive me. But other than little minor things I remember, like, I, I think my memory was also helped because I, I went down and visited my aunt and uncle during college as well. So I was kind of able to re remember how, how their house looks and everything. But I remember the, the room we stayed in, it was my aunt and uncle have like a bed and breakfast that they rent out. I don't know if they still, I think they've actually moved since, uh, since that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to, guys, my microphone was backwards. That's why I was, oh my goodness. That's why I sound so weird. Hold on. I'm going to go see if I sound weird again. Hold on. Give me give me a second here, guys. Okay, so it, my microphone wasn't actually backwards. What was going on is I was speaking down into it where the setting I have the microphone is, the microphone on is just hearing from the front. So... I mean, essentially, my voice was just muffled. Now, I knew it sounded weird, and it looked kind of weird in the recording. But I went back and listened some more, and it doesn't sound so bad, so I don't really want to re-record the last 40 minutes. So forgive me for having subpar audio for the first 40 minutes of this. If you're still listening, shout out to you. You got to hear this the inside scoop of how, how Jacques messed up his seventh podcast. Well, anyways, where was I? I'm down in Mississippi, right? So one of the two times we went... My, my premier Christmas present was Guitar Hero 3. I really wanted that game. And the reason I really wanted that game is because when I was visiting my cousins of the same side of the family, we were visiting Kristen and Tim, shout out, at their place in Fargo. I don't remember if there was a specific reason we were or if we just wanted to. I think it's because, like, my dad went to school in Fargo. My sister currently goes there. And DSU, shout out. But, yeah, my cousins did. And that's why they lived up there, I think. And we, my dad, I think, just wanted to take a trip there or something. Maybe we had some reason to go up there. But anyways, he had Guitar Hero 2. And he let me play it, and I, like, fell in love with the game. I don't know Why? But I, I just really wanted it. So the next year I asked for it for Christmas because Guitar Hero 3 was the one that came out. And so I got it for Christmas. So I remember like opening the gift, being really excited, and my cousin My cousin took me upstairs and we played it in, in his bedroom. And my other cousin who was there also came and played with us for a little while. And it was just really it was like a really good, fun. I was like, I remember being so excited that I actually got the game, because I remember seeing the box like wrapped, and I was like, oh, I know that's Guitar Hero, I know that's Guitar Hero, and it ended up being Guitar Hero. So I was, it was, it was clutch, it was super clutch, and I think that was the first, that had to have been the first trip to Natchez. That was definitely the first time we went down there, not the second. So I'm out here. Wait, let me see. I can, I can determine this right now. I can here. I'm gonna do some. Inv- live investigative work here let me pull up Google we're gonna do guitar hero three release date I'm fact checking right now let's see 2007 making me eight years old making me in fourth grade boom I'm a genius you're welcome I didn't tell I didn't tell a middle school story because I remember when I was there in middle school I got a different gift which maybe I'll tell about later. Maybe I won't. Okay, there's one more story that I'll tell because I, this one is, there's no evidence by photo. There's no, there's, no, this is a, this is a memory. I know for a fact. This is a memory. There's no, nothing tricked me. There's, there's no way I could be wrong about this, okay? We were. On a family trip down to Florida. This is like the first and only family trip we ever went on, other than to Mississippi to visit my cousins or my aunt, and uncle. Like the whole, my whole dad's side of the family went down there. It wasn't just my family, it was everyone. And so we went on this trip to Florida because we won the trip through charter internet or whatever. We won this trip down to Nickelodeon Universe Resort or whatever. And I remember it was Sunday night. This is the last night before we left, I'm pretty sure, but I remember a Sunday night because my dad took me to the bar because I said I was hungry or thirsty or something. I don't know why we went to the bar, but we did, and what he got me was he got me a milkshake that had, like, gummy worms in it. It was, like, a, I don't know what it was called, but I remember there being gummy worms in it, and it was, like, a milkshake, or it might have just been like, ice cream or something, or, like, uh... I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was a milkshake. But it had gummy worms in it. And I know it was Sunday night because there was a Patriots game playing. And my dad was a Patriots fan at the time because of Randy Moss. And it was Sunday night because it was the NBC broadcast because I remember the the like look of the game. And I'm pretty sure it was Patriots versus Jets. But I'm, I'm not 100% certain. However, if my mom were to tell me, because it was in October, I'm pretty sure was when we took the trip October of my fourth grade. I'm pretty sure that's when we went. It might've been third grade, but I'm pretty sure it's October fourth grade, but I don't know the weekend. Wait, oh, should I do this investigative work right now? Let me do this. Let me do this, guys. Guys, I'm on the case. I'm gonna go crazy right now. See, I'm so smart. Okay, so it would have been in, um, so 2007 to 2008 NFL season. Okay, 2000 NFL season. And this was the year that the Giants beat the Patriots, right? Checks out. Randy Moss was in New England. I told you about this. I didn't lie. I remember. Okay, okay. Um, oh, Sean Taylor was murdered this year. Spygate also happened this year. Um. Okay, let me see. Well, let me just click on New England Patriots, and so we'll go to their schedule. I'm on Wikipedia right now. Okay. So, schedule, okay. Well, they played... What does this bold mean? At New York Jets. Um, let me look at the recap of this game. I just need to see if this is a Sunday night game. Hold on. I'm Guys, I know this is super uninteresting, but I'm... This is an interactive podcast now. You, are, I hope you're playing along at home with me. So, week one, the Patriots play the Jets, but this was in September. But if this was a Sunday night game, this was definitely it. That's why I'm trying to figure it out. Um, let me just look at. Oh, I I can't see from the NFL's website. So let's go Sunday night football schedule, 2007. Guys, I don't. I don't know what to say here. Okay. Sunday Night Football schedule 2007. Okay. I'm on Wikipedia. Okay. NBC. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay, let's see. 2007. Okay, here we go. The San Diego Chargers played the New England Patriots Sunday, September 16th on Sunday Night Football. I'm trying to look. The Patriots also beat the Bills on Sunday Night Football on November 18th. So see, I guess my memory isn't that great. And it it had to have been one of these two weekends though. I promise you guys. I promise. And hmm, I think it was snowing in Minnesota. So I'm going to I'm going to put my money on We were in Florida the weekend of Sunday, November eighteenth in 2007 because of this game and someone who knows these details who is listening I need you to confirm that that's when we went and next week I will be able to brag that's that's where I'm putting all I'm putting a hundred dollars down on that hey guys so like the second I stopped recording I was thinking about this moment again and like when we took a trip and when we took a trip down to Florida, my brother was not a newborn, and my brother was born in 2007. So I said I put $100 down on this, but I already know that we definitely didn't go until like 2008 or 9 or something. So I just wanted to let the record be known that I did get this wrong, like probably a hundred percent chance, but it had to have been another Patriots Sunday Night Football game. So I'm gonna wait. To hear back from my family, like my mom or sister, who remembers the year better, and then I'll I'll fill you guys back in next week because I'm I'm dedicated to getting this one right. So, anyways, just thought I'd add that little after recording anecdote. Enjoyed the rest of the show. All right. Anyways, that was a fun little uh, diversion. And yeah, that's I guess all I all my memories from childhood really r- kind of wrapped up. Obviously, I could. I think I mentioned this. I could sit here and think about a bunch of other random little scenes, but I mean it's more of the same kind of stuff, you know? So now what I didn't really touch on at all to this point, point, I still got about 10 minutes left, is I never really talked about any of my elementary school stuff specifically. So classes, friends, all that crap. So I did kind of try to think about some specific things that happened to me in school that are also ner- noteworthy. So I can kind of go year by year. Some years are, I don't know, more things happen to me than others, I guess. So like kindergarten, I was too little to have memories. I there's moments I think I remember of different things, but the most notable thing that happened to me, shout out to Miss North, my teacher from kindergarten. She was an absolute gem. I still remember her being like the most awesome teacher. I I would go on to have other awesome teachers. So it's hard to put a label of best teacher ever. But I remember her being she was elite, everyone, it was well accepted that she was elite. So at this point, I went to Lincoln Elementary School in Elk River. I don't know if this is too specific with details. Any stalkers out there? I mean, I don't, who cares if they know where I went to elementary school. But the reason I say that, although I I would only be bringing that up if it was relevant. And it's relevant because I changed elementary schools in third grade. But we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Spoiler alert, a little foreshadowing here. So the most notable thing that happened to me in kindergarten was this girl who was obsessed with me. And I don't think in my 23 years of life has a girl ever been into me as much as this girl in my kindergarten class was. And I think one of my biggest mistakes in life was not pursuing her, really, um, as a five-year-old child. And um, truth be told... I don't remember her name. I would say it because there's no way in hell she's listening, nor would it matter. I mean, even if I remembered her first name, there's no way I'd remember her last name, but I don't remember her first name. I could look it up in my little kindergarten yearbook. Maybe I should. Maybe I should hit her up, see if she still likes what she sees. (laughs) That's a bad joke, but yeah, so she would like cut out like Star Wars things from, from cereal boxes and like give them to me. And she would, like, make, write notes to me and stuff. She had, like, a mad crush on me, right? I guess I was just a a cool guy in kindergarten, baby. Like, honestly, peak, I've never been hotter than... Okay, I'm not going to say anything. That's, uh... I was five. We're we're done. But anyways, yeah, so she, like... I don't know. Somehow I gave her my phone number or something. But I was just, like, not about it. Because my mom told me, like... (laughs) She would call, and I would just sit on the phone, watching TV, just going, "Uh uh uh-huh, 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 and I, like, would not, (laughs) would not talk back to her at all, and, oh, I was a menace, I guess, but, as we go through the rest of this school stuff, I was, I was a, I wasn't actually a menace, but I was a menace in elementary school, I didn't give, I didn't give a damn about nothing, but, Okay, so that's nothing really I'll tell them in kindergarten, right? First grade, I, I one of my big things I remember distinctly is I re- was I remember being jealous that I hadn't lost any teeth yet because we had little things that people got to write their name down on if they lost a tooth during that month. And man, oh man, I never, I did not, my teachers weren't falling out. And then eventually one did. And I was like, booyah. I think I lost like one in first grade and then I lost a bunch in second But I remember the day I came in after I lost a tooth and I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. I lost one in school once or twice, too, I remember. But I don't think that was until, like, third grade. But I remember you go down to the health office and they have little tooth thingies for you to put them in. (laughs) But, yeah, so first grade, I don't really have any real memories. They're all just, like, snippets of things. Like, I was in... I was in like this accelerated learning class in first grade because I don't know that it's weird. As soon as first grade, they like kind of identify who's ready for like more advanced, like math problems. And they split us apart. Like, I don't know how they did that or I'm not even trying to like, flat like oh, in first grade, I was a genius. Like it is what it is. But I mean, I'm just saying that because I remember having to leave my class to go to this like different hallway of, to school to go to this class like I think it was only like once or twice a week I don't even remember that but I do remember doing that but it was it was in first grade and not I don't think that was a thing in second grade but I think maybe that's just because kindergarten and first grade is just so dumb dumb like if you're ready for like there was a good number of us in that class it wasn't like oh I was a I was a genius, and it was one of five students. It was like, I don't know, probably like 40 of us or some, something like that. It's just the kids who are not, still picking boogers, right? Um, so I would remember, I remember one of the classes we had, we went over like special coins, and one of the coins we went over was the golden dollar, which Sacagawea is on, and I remember like, hey, I'm related to her. And so I just remember that being like a big deal to me. Like, I don't know, I was proud that I knew that or something. So... Yeah, that was first grade. Second grade, defined by like movies for me, movies and books, I guess. So we would read a book and I think every day we'd read like a chapter from it. So one of the books we read was Helen, the Helen Keller book. I don't know if it was her autobiography or like the famous one about her. I don't really know. I just remember reading about Helen Keller and I was so, literally every day, I remember just being dumbfounded. Like how is this chick doing any of this? Like, bro, she can't see, she can't hear, she can't talk. It's like, I do not get it. But shout out Helen Keller. And we read Charlotte's Web. And then while we were reading Charlotte's Web, the movie came out. That like a live action movie they made when we were in second grade. Or when I was in second grade. And because we were reading it, my class convinced the teacher to let us go see it in theaters. Because my elementary school is really close to where the theater in our town was. And so, of course, we had to involve every other class, right? You know, not just our class could get a special movie trip. So we walked from the elementary school to the movie theater one day, and we went and we, like, rented out the whole movie theater and watched it. It was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. But it was all my my classrooms. Res, re, the only reason we went is because my classroom was reading Charlotte's Web. We were in the elite class. Elite. And then another thing I remember... That was defining It's second grade is during the last day of classes, it was like free to do whatever you want. This room's going to have this going on. This room's going to have bingo, right? Like that kind of stuff. And I remember in my room, these girls convinced them to have our room be the movie room. And the movie they played was high school musical. And I was like, boy, that movie sounds like garbage. But all the other stuff going on at the same time that high school, because it was like the course of the day. So obviously high school music only like an hour and a half and you know, it's a six hour school day. So there was other movies that played throughout the day, I think. But I just happened to have nothing else to do other than sit and watch high school musical during the time that high school musical played. Or maybe we did rotations through the rooms and my room chose to want to watch high school musical. Maybe that's what it was. But I remember being like, wow, this is actually a pretty good movie. And that was the first time I saw. That was the first time I saw High School Musical. So shout out, shout out to. I think it was this girl named Bailey, who insisted we watch High School Musical, but that could be a lie. I might I might be misremembering the girl. But, so yeah, in third grade they finished building a new. So where I grew up there was three elementary schools, and then they built a fourth because our town was like growing. So I went to the new one. They like reshifted the. Which neighborhoods went to which elementary school? And mine used to be a split neighborhood. They used to half of my neighborhood went to the one I went to, Lincoln, and the other half went to Parker. And so my neighborhood was one of like the big growing areas. And so they were like, "Eh, all of you go to the new one." So I tr- I transferred in third grade to a new middle to a new elementary school. I can't talk. Um, and third grade is when I like really became obsessed with reading. I became like a book nerd little loser, right? Girls weren't fawning over me anymore, right? That was so, that was so kindergarten. Now I was a nerd. And so I was into reading. I've, I've been into reading like since I was a little kid, like even kindergarten, but third grade is when I started being able to read faster and like more intense books. So when I was younger, probably even before like third grade, I was into magic tree house. Um, Goosebumps was another big one I read. So, like, more kid type chap- chapter books that, if any, if I picked up today, could read in like an hour and a half max. But I, from like in third grade, I remember I started reading Harry Potter books and other big, like, hundreds of pages long chapter books. And I think with Magic Tree Houses, around this time is when Mary. Pope Osborne, I think was her name, the author. She started releasing the books that were, um, like, informational. So they were pretty much, like, the real, like, nonfiction stuff that went with those books. If you're unfamiliar with the Magic Treehouse series, great children's books. It's about these kids who had a magic treehouse, and it would, like, teleport them to a different place in time. And uh, she started releasing like companion books for all of her books that actually gave the nonfiction stuff. So I remember being really obsessed with reading those. And I think that to go with just being kind of a book nerd and really into reading and stuff like that, I, I think that's really where my interest in just like random facts and knowledge on stuff kind of came from is reading those books and just being like really into learning about history. And I think in another... I don't know about another life, there, there's other Jacques out there in parallel universes that studied history in, in college. And ultimately, I chose to do, you know, like computer science, because I felt like that's, my skill set is more geared towards doing, like science, math, programming type stuff, whereas my interests are more focused towards, I don't know, history and stuff like that. So I decided to go with something because it's not that I'm not interested in math, science, computer stuff. Like I definitely am. It's just I'm more interested in one than the other. However, I'd rather do something I'm good at and also like instead of just something that. How easy is it to be good at history types? I don't even know. Well, that's not the point of this conversation. You get what I'm saying. I'm happy. I don't want to make it sound like I'm I'm not. But okay. uh, another thing to note. My, uh, no, I'm. I got to start wrapping this up. I don't really. I mean, this is around the time I started having like concrete memories, so maybe I can delve into some more of this stuff another time. But fourth grade, I was the worst student ever. This is when I was a menace. I just didn't care about school. I I thought it was too easy. I think. I mean, I I'm definitely not alone in this. I think a lot of reason people struggle in like elementary school, especially is they just like don't do the homework because they don't care because it's like somewhat pointless a lot of the time. So I just straight up wasn't doing homework in fourth grade and my grades were suffering. I was getting like D's. It was not good. I like had to have it like an intervention with my parents and teacher about how bad I was doing. So I turned it all around. Um, obviously, I fixed it by high school. But yeah, I was just not, not getting good grades. I was doing bad in, in fourth grade is like the lowest of the low. And I remember fourth grade is when my friends got me to read Twilight and so I was like low-key I wasn't obsessed with that book or like New Moon or anything but I like I mean that's my point is like I started reading like more adult books even in fourth grade and uh, that's when those movies were coming out too so I would like read the books with the movies essentially and then fifth grade I had Miss Stangler goat teacher at Twin Lakes I don't think she's I don't know what she's doing right now I'm like friends with her on Facebook but I don't know <laughs> um minor detail i guess but yeah we would uh i don't know that was just a great class all around a lot of different little stuff like we would we would watch uh magic school bus every couple i don't know if it was i don't think it was weekly but i remember watching magic school bus in Miss english class i remember i don't know just different activities we did at the end of every end of every day she would play the chariots of fire like theme i think it is called as we like put the 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 chairs and tables away at the end of the day. I remember like core memories that song playing at the end of the day as we stacked our chairs, and I don't know, all around good time. And then I went to sock middle school and yeah, we'll get we'll get to middle school another time. I don't know that I'm gonna jump into middle school next week. Maybe we might jump around. Obviously, this is a Jacques talks where Jacques chooses what he wants to talk about. Maybe next week, I'll just have a full hour-long conversation about the Batman and why it's such a good movie just kidding I wouldn't do that I think at some point I'll want to do I'm pretty big into movies I'm not like a movie expert I don't really know film but I'm a big fan I've seen a lot of movies so I have opinions on good movies bad movies terrible movies amazing movies so maybe sometime we'll talk about those but I think that that kind of an episode falls in the realm of things like opinions of mine that won't change so what's the benefit of me kind of talking about them but I think my idea of what this podcast is is kind of it changes like I want to start having people on the show because there's a lot of expressed interest in people coming on and talking with me so originally I thought that that was something I'd never want to do but I'm open to the idea so maybe, maybe we'll have an episode where I talk about movies I like movies I don't like I don't know let me know what you think if you think that's a stupid idea then I probably won't do it because I'm the talker not the listener baby come on now all right well I won't dawdle on too much longer Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you if you listened to the birthday episode. That was kind of, I didn't say it was going to happen. So out of the blue, I know a couple of people reached out and said that they uh, got a chance to listen to some of it. So appreciate for you appreciate you for listening to that, to this, and uh, to the show in general. So have a good week, everyone. I will talk to you all next week. And yeah, love you. Wait, that was awkward. That was like a, ooh, I, just, I felt like I just said love you to my my manager or something but no i love you guys love you guys so much and so i just made this awkward for no reason welcome to Jacques talks i gotta i, I what am i doing good night everyone good night it's good night for me i'm recording this after work i'm gonna go i'm just gonna get off good night every, i i can't end the show this Jacques ends his show is what we're gonna call a new segment on the podcast, where we find out how long it takes Jacques to decide that it's okay to end. And even if you make it really awkward and you don't know what to say, then it's okay because we're past the hour mark. So anything goes. Welcome to Jacques Talks. Goodbye from Jacques Talks. Talk to you next week. Have a great one, everyone. Love you. Peace out.